Oh no. by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Want to bet? Then get in on the action at Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn, or in Ontario, download the app now using the QR code in the bottom of the screen. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Maple Leaf fans, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I hope your week is going well. I feel great after that 5-2 dominant win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicken soup for the Leaf fans, soul. I have missed you all. It is back. Welcome back to Game Over Toronto. Lauren with Armand for the first time so, together since the end of February. Yeah. Which, end of February. Or end of January. Time is, <laughs> time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. I'm actually from the future. I had to future. look at the calendar there. I'm actually from the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Has anything happened with you lately? We're going to talk about the hockey game. Anything happened with you? No, but no? Uh, this is my last stream for a while. I'll be going to India That's tomorrow, right. oh, no, Friday for That's three weeks. Right. So had to get a, a few streams in before I left. Absolutely. And we're going to still miss... be watching the Leafs game. Absolutely. And and we will miss you when you're over there and you're going to get a little bit extra of everybody else on Game Over Toronto. Nothing has really happened with me. Uh, I got my new I'm wearing my new Stadium Series 2018 special jersey Beautiful from the outdoor jersey. game, which I decided to wear at the very last second. Um before the stream started, Armand and I were actually, I was making fun of the fact that I spent an excessive amount of money for <laughs> almost the exact same jersey with just a couple different stripes. But I got this fine. one for, for 90 bucks. That was, oh, nice. Really that's a, that's a total. Name on the back, but that's okay. Mine doesn't either. Mine doesn't solid. either. Pretty good. Pretty good. And what a good game, right? Yes. Right out Who of the gate. Thought? Who would have thought? Be- Nine <laughs> seconds. A bottom five team. <laughs> With uh, a former goalie in net and a former winger on the on the roster, who would have thought the Leafs would pull this out? Yeah, yeah. being uh, we didn't get goalied by Peter Morazic, everybody. That's the real win here. <laughs> that's the real win. We did Honestly. get scored on by Sam Lafferty, but that's fine because that he's going to be a Leaf in like three weeks, right? He's going to be a Leaf in like three weeks, and I would rather Sam Lafferty score on us 
then Peter Morazic shot us out. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It was funny how quick it happened after the Nylander goal. Like, I was already, like, I just sat down to watch the game. Nylander scored, I think it was, what, nine nine seconds in? Nine seconds. Which is, uh, I think, the fourth quickest leaf goal of all time. I yeah, think that's, the what they, that's what they said on the broadcast. Mitch Marner, I think, is tied for first, actually, with that seven-minute, I mean, seven-second one in uh, in Carolina in that wild game. Um, oh, but, man. yeah. Nylander just blew by Jake McCabe, another potential leaf. Hopefully not after this game. But uh, he blew by him in like nine seconds. And then I don't know how quick it was, but Lafferty right back in and just a wild start to the game. 53 seconds later. Yeah. (laughs) 53 seconds later. Like seriously. Because I wrote it down. I hadn't finished writing Willie scores nine seconds in before Sam Lafferty (laughs) scored. That's how quickly it happened. And, yeah, because- and a minute into the game, we were 1-1 yeah. on two shots total. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. We're doing great, guys. We're thing. doing great. Doing great right out of the gate. And, of course, you know, the Leafs get that early goal, and I get so super, super, super excited. And then they score, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this is how the game's going to go. Yeah. yeah. You, you just start laughing because I'm like, is this what's going to happen? We're going to... We're going to we're going to play back and forth with the team that's tied for last or is in last place currently. Second with, last, actually. Is it Columbus second is last? last, I think. Yeah, by one point. So how is that? And po- honestly, we just lost to Columbus last game. So it's not like we, we not a gr- not a great record. Not a great yeah. record the last couple of games, especially they threw up a stat where Chicago's PK is at like 17 percent. Yeah, which is something ridiculous. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That's but honestly, we we took control pretty pretty soon after that uh, Lafferty goal. Like, I, I thought like I, even you know by the end of the first period, you know I think we scored four goals. One was taken away. Oh, I'm so sad that was taken away. Oh. Mitch, that was one of the best assists I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> like, it, it was, was so, so nice. good. It was so good. Superstar moves. Man. It was, and like you said, they got a, they get off to an early start. Even though the the Hawks tied up, Sandine scores. Right, Connor Murphy tips it into his own net. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a what an unfortunate play. I was like, yay. Also, I don't want anybody to feel that way. <laughs> like. He yeah, was... it was a pretty brutal tip. I mean, what are you going to do? That was just kind of unlucky. Occupational hazard, I guess, when you stand right yeah. there with your stick, right? Sometimes it goes in and sometimes it goes where you want it to go. And that's just how the world works. And then, like you said, a few seconds later, Kerfoot gets another one. I It couldn't have been more than 15 seconds. It was like, yeah. bang, bang. Back to back, yeah. Yeah. And then they show the replay. The first four versions of the replay that they showed just didn't have Kerfoot. Yeah, and then... it, was, it was on Tavares and then, yeah. yeah. Which is fair because that's the side of the ice that the puck yeah. was on, but Kerfoot is off by oh a mile. more than a couple inches, more than a couple of inches, and it's yeah. un- I'm I'm a little bit sad that he didn't get another goal later in the game because he was all over the place tonight. He decided yeah. that he was the best player that's ever graduated from Harvard tonight. <laughs> he was playing like crazy, and it yeah, was and great he, to see. Great. He to got see. the assist on the Tavares goal later in the game, right. off of that. Horrible Mrazic play where he kind of just lets it go and, you know, that's going to be a dang it. But uh, Kerfoot makes a beautiful pass to Tavares for the easy, easy goal. So, yeah, Kerfoot actually had a really good game today. And I think he was promoted to the second line today as well because they moved John Croak and Kerfoot around. So, I mean, that's good to see. And I think they mentioned on the broadcast, too, that it's like the first game in 25 where Kerfoot's playing in the top six. And I'm glad that he was playing so hard tonight, right? He was playing hard. He looked like somebody that wanted – to make it known that he was in a contract year because he hasn't, he's been fine, 
But he makes a million dollars more than Pierre Engvall, and they have almost identical goal score stats at this point, right? And yeah, and Pierre Engvall plays pretty elite PK minutes, and Kerfoot doesn't. You know, it, it, it. I think there's an argument to say Engvall is more useful than yeah. than Kerfoot is on the team, and he makes about a million in like two five less. So yeah. And you know, you got to also consider that Kerfoot is playing for his position as well on mm-hmm. that like, on that spot, but. You know, at the end of the day, Kerfoot, I think, is a little more versatile than Engvall. Like, I don't think Do you, you think could ever so? throw Engvall. I don't think you could throw Engvall in the top six and it have it work. Like, I, don't I don't think, think you want to. Is but, like that. But w- I don't think we have I- evidence of either of them being particularly successful in the top six. Yeah, that's true. But I think Kerfoot works in a pinch. Like, if I had injuries, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily be that upset if Kerfoot's in the top six left wing position. Here's my real question. Would you rather have Kerfoot at second line center or William Nylander at second line center? Nylander. A hundred percent Nylander. Oh, Nylander uh, from this season, maybe, but yeah. Nylander at center is not good. <laughs> it's not, it's not good, but I don't, I don't tr- like, I don't think Kerfoot at center is good either. Like, I think he's a natural wing and he, like he works at center, like, in a pit, but I don't think he's the best center. You know, I think he's better yeah. on the wing. I think he's utilized better. So, Nylander's not great at center, though. Like, I do agree with no. that. No. It's weird because he did play center for, for, I think, the majority of his junior career and in the AHL, uh, from what I remember. And he was only moved to the wing in, in, in the NHL. So, but, you know, people have different skill sets. Yeah. And the NHL is different than it is in the A, than hockey is yep. different than it is in the AHL, right? And, That's for sure. And to cap off the end of the first period, Matthews with a just a beautiful just oh he's so back it was so nice to see him and he looks so excited and then he goes and like does the glove touch and he looks so yeah. ambivalent <laughs> like he just doesn't like, care did you think that Matthews missed any t- like he looked like he was in midseason well I guess it is midseason but it looked like he didn't miss any time like yeah he was on his game today he was excellent you know I think I, I was looking at the money park puck charts and obviously we don't Advanced stats aren't the best for individual game performance, uh, you know, measuring. But uh, he had something like 96% expected goals or something like that. Like, crazy good numbers. And he was excellent today. Defensively, he was, you know, just absolutely committed to defense. And Mm -hmm. and he was making smart plays in tight. And then that snipe. Oh, my God, that snipe. Love to see it. Just I uh, missed it. Did we both so take it? Did all of us people in the chat? Did you also take a collective? Ah, unclench your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like, he was playing so hard right from the beginning of the game, and Willie scores, and then it's two one because Sandine scores, and you're like, we need another, we need another, yeah. and then Matthew scores, and it's like, oh, if anybody was gonna score, I'm glad it's him. Like I'm sad yeah. that the Kerfoot goal was called back, but the Matthew's goal was just just. Mwah, just excellent just piece yeah. de resistance right like it was exactly what we would love him for and it comes after you know him having great possession and then moving into the second period um chicago again scores less than two minutes in they score 40 seconds 46 seconds in uh Kershaw from domi and mccabe because yeah. while no people that we want on the leafs scored the goal that time they did assist yeah yeah, I mean, that was a rough start to the second period. <laughs> it's a it's a real easy way to lose your momentum, but uh, yeah, you know it is what it is. I thought Domi was actually one of the few Chicago players that actually had a decent game. 
He um, played very well. Even yeah, though he, he took a dumb penalty, he knew it as soon as it happened. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was bad. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Like out, of the, out of the Chicago trade deadline targets that are, like, on the board, I thought Domi and Lafferty were pretty solid. But, like, Kane was not good today. No. At all. For, like, you know, there were reports that uh, he only wanted to go to New York or, or Toronto. Toronto, right? And, like, for playing against a team that's, really your only option now it yeah did not look like he wanted to be there at all he looked super disengaged and like you know we were talking about the uh the matthews goal mm-hmm. like kane was defending nylander there up until he hits the uh the top of the top of the zone and he's just lagging behind him the entire time and then he peels off yeah he just stops defending him and nylander has all the time in the world to make that pass to matthews and i yep. was like what are you doing kane like yeah. it was not a good game for for him. Like I was very surprised that like how disengaged he looked. And you have to wonder, like, is he still playing with that? In- like, how bad is the hip yeah. injury, right? And if he is disengaging like that, maybe we don't trade for him because haven't we had enough fun with people getting acquired when they have an injury history? Yeah, like that's that's what kind of worried me is because like you know just throughout the game his mobility looked really off Mm -hmm. and i couldn't tell if that was because of his hip or because he was just you know i'm playing in chicago and i want to get traded type of thing and i don't know like where he's at you know we've seen it before where a player you know disengages from a team then gets traded and performs well you know like pierre luc dubois with the columbus blue jackets when he had that awful shift that got him like benched the next game Mm -hmm. uh you know he's he's fine on winnipeg now like he's a as expected he's so playing much it, better yeah exactly like it's it's tough to say what it is because i know he has been a little disgruntled with the organization uh lately at least um especially with the debrin cat trade he made comments about he made comments about um the kirby doc trade and he made comments about the tarasenko trade now and how chicago's you know handled it so um i don't know what it is but it, it was very not inspiring for me uh to to see that maybe uh, like i have no idea but he looked awful today like just he maybe had one good offensive rush where he used his speed otherwise yeah no and and i agree domi had a couple of really good plays um lafferty tonight maybe i just didn't realize who we were talking about with the whole trade acquisitions. We should probably finish talking about the game before we start talking about yeah, trades. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> talk about, let's talk about the game. We'll, we'll talk about all this afterwards. Okay, so after Chicago tie, or brings it up to 3-2 with 46 seconds into the second period, Johnny scores from Marner and Kerfoot. And Mraz, that's the Mrazic dang it goal, where if you're a goaltender, please don't leave your net. Yep. I'm not going to say the actual line. I don't want to get sued. Um, and then Timmons gets takes the first of two penalties of yeah. the night. And if you're watching this stream, then you definitely watched Keefe's post game or, or his media availability the other day when he said, you know, people want to get into the lineup and don't give me a reason to take you out. Yeah. And being the only person to take penalties in the game is maybe not the best, even though he did score like yeah. credit where credit's I mean, that due. Bomb, though. That, yeah. yeah. The bomb from the blue line, which, Again, even even in the intermission, they were like, well, they're getting away from people bombing from the blue line. And it's like, and it is. And there haven't been a lot of leaves that have done that this year because Muzzin's been out and he was usually the guy for that. But Timmons getting that goal is huge considering, where's the stat? 
I wrote it down. It was um, Timmons is uh, 13 points since December 6th, second amongst Toronto defensemen. And he hasn't played for the last like four weeks. Yeah. And we only acquired him like (laughs) pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. Timmons does have, um, you know, like when it comes to Leafs D-men, a lot of people I think have this idea that they're offensive D-men. And that's partly true, but that's mainly because they're good in transition. We don't really have any demon other than Riley that put up points, you know? Like, when you look at Timothy Liljegren and, and like, Rasmus Sandin, they're excellent in, transi- in transition. They mm-hmm. drive play very well. Mm-hmm. But they aren't, you know, like, cr- as creative passing, like, pa- as creative with their passing as Timmons is or have a great shot or anything like that. They're just really good in transition and they play solid defense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we ha- we don't have a guy like Timmons on the roster. Yeah, Like, Riley's the closest thing, but he's good on the rush rather than having a bomb of a shot. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and even Connor Timmons is no Shea Weber, right? Like, he's not Zidane Ocharo who's going to stand at the blue line and make you duck and cover every time he puts a stick on the ice because he's going to rip one of your limbs off with how hard his slap shot is. But it doesn't need to be super hard. It just needs to be accurate. And that the goal by Timmons was beautiful. Beautiful. It's just nice to have someone, a a D-man with his skill set on the roster. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we've, like, constantly struggled with putting a D-man on the power play. Yeah. Like, for a long time, we have not Mm -hmm. had, you know, that's why we're trying this five-forward unit. Is because, like, you know, we don't have that type of of defenseman. So, you know, Timmons is a guy that I think would work very well on the power play. His skill set is exactly, you know, tailored to that. But the thing is, you're taking out Hall for him. Right, and Hall had a horrible game mm-hmm. against Columbus last game, but Hall's skill set is like the opposite of Timmons. He's like pretty much a PK specialist. I don't like how he is on the, in the net front, but you know it's it's hard to argue that he isn't you know one of those types of defensemen that the Leafs sort of need in terms mm-hmm. of he's a big body. He plays heavy PK minutes. He plays heavy time on ice, and he blocks shots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't have a ton of guys that do that either. So. It's sort of tough because, um, you know, I want to see Timmons on the roster a lot more, but you also sort of need a replacement for Hall instead of just, you know, we didn't have a ton of PK time today, but, you know, if we did and we were against a good team that had had any sort of offensive, uh, any sort of offensive ability, then, like, you know, it could be a different game. Right. And, And maybe the solution is that we get somebody like Sam Lafferty. For the PK instead of Hall, who was playing on the PK tonight for Chicago. Now that PK is the worst in the league. <laughs> yeah. So maybe not the best idea, but you know the the first shift. If I'm, I'm gonna, I, we're gonna, I I think you're right about Hall, and I think that he is unique, but I don't think that he's as difficult to get as yeah. other players that we have on our roster. I think that I agree. I don't think that Justin Hall is particularly special. Like, he's presentable and he is suitable for that need. But there's half a dozen in in the Atlantic division that would be equivalent in money and effectiveness, right? Like, But do you think there is someone at the same cap hit? Like, to me, like, the way I see it is Justin Hall's $2 million and he plays, like, something like 20 minutes a night. And I, I don't like equating time on ice with cap because i don't know like you can you don't like saying time is money 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but you could put anyone out for 20 minutes if you wanted to. It's, it doesn't yeah. mean they're doing well in those minutes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, what we've seen in the market is guys like Good Branson getting a 4x4. Four four, you yeah. know, like the, def- the, the market for defensemen is. What's Cody Cece making now on Edmonton? Isn't it like That's $4 million? Dollars? No, I don't think so. He made that with us. There's no way he's making the same amount. I think right I think it's more than you think it is. Cody Cody CC 3.25 4 by 3.25. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he he signed with us for 4.5 million, which is insane, but yeah. You know. <laughs> like but yeah, I, like just it, it's hard to find a guy that eats up that many minutes at 2 million dollars. You you'd have to get someone like Jake McCabe with retention, you know? And then that's doable. Well, so the other thing that we could do, though, is what if we traded two defensemen to get one better defenseman? Yeah, we got defensive depth. That's the thing, right? Like, we have a ton of defensive depth. But who else are you trading on that decor? I kind of want to keep everyone. You know what I mean? Right. Well. Then you ha- you have to be so moving to... away from one of Sandine or Lilligren. Right. And I, I, I don't know each, both of those has perks. But they both have downsides, too. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't really like Sandine on the on the power play. To be totally honest, I think he overthinks it too much. I think he doesn't. I think he tries too hard. Like he overpasses the puck when he's on the power play when he's trying to like do everything. I think he tries to do too much. If that makes sense. But he's also yeah. one of the few defensemen on the Leafs. I'm pretty sure he leads the Leafs in open ice hits, which does not spark joy. Like. Sandine isn't a particularly large person. And I'm not saying that everybody should be stepping up and and trying to crack everybody in the center of the ice, but Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't help but feel like what if and this is a big what if. What if you traded like Hall and Sandine for I don't know, insert player name here, and then you kept Timmons in the lineup twenty four seven? That's what I think's gonna happen next year like i don't think sandine might might get traded but i don't think we're keeping hall like his contract ending this year he's almost certainly going to be making the edmonton oilers are going to pay him like five million dollars yeah, exactly it's be like great. <laughs> you know he's played on the Leafs for i think uh what this is his third year now yeah something uh, like that. and he's logged heavy minutes in a top four role again like on a contending team with a huge market right uh and he's been underpaid he's going to be looking for money i don't want to pay that as a Leafs fan so he's probably going to go elsewhere for like four million dollars in which case, a spot it, opens up on our right side. You think it'll only be four million? I think it's gonna be. More I than think that. at least. I think it'll be at least four million. Like if Good Branson's getting four million, if that's the market that we have decided, if Ristolainen is getting five million, you know, like these defensemen that Rap? log heavy minutes just get money. They don't have to be good. <laughs> like they could be horrible. Rasmus Ristolainen is making more than five million, isn't he? Isn't he making like seven? Is he? No, no. Yeah. Seven. Rasmus Ristolainen. No, 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 no. I, I don't think he is. I swear to God, if he's making seven, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> Hockey DB. No, Cap- it's a five by five. I think. Yeah, five by five point one. Okay. Well, even still, <laughs> I thought it was way more than that. Yeah, like, um, but still, like a five by five point one for Rasmus uh, Ristolainen is is like awful. So Hall's gonna get a huge upgrade, and in that regard, we're gonna have this right D slot that needs to fill. Uh, needs to be filled and timmons is right there mm-hmm. you know we just signed him to an extension for two by 1.1 and that is a steal of a contract in my opinion oh yeah like a complete steal 
Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you're getting a guy who's probably going to be playing a, a larger role and it's fully variable. So if it doesn't work out, it's nothing to your cap. Like, bye bye. Yeah. 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 Like, it's such a low risk, high upside move. I, I loved it. So I do think Timmons is going to see a huge opening next year. I just don't think it would be in the playoffs until something needs to change. Like, let's say, you know, game one, game two, we're not doing too hot. Then you mm-hmm. put Timmons in. I don't think he's starting game one, unless there's an injury. Yeah. I mean, I in a perfect world, we would have all kinds of moves, right? But unfortunately, there is such thing as a cap. Yeah. Right? Um, and I don't know. Maybe there isn't a better... There's no way that there isn't somebody that we could get retained. I would rather give up a prospect because our prospect pool is pretty pretty healthy right now. Like Adam Gaudet on the Marlies, who is an NHL player in 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 previous years. Yeah, previous years. Yeah. Is on the third line of the Marlies. <laughs> yeah, the Marlies are doing well. Man. Yeah, I really, I really like uh, how our prospect pool has developed and over I'm the not, years. And I'm not saying empty the tank, but maybe yeah. you know bail a couple of jugs of water out to try and make space for something else because there's no you can't tell me that you couldn't trade hall a prospect fill in the gap here alex steves just for just for kicks okay yeah and like a second round pick for a a, at least a defenseman that at seven million dollars half retained three and a half yeah but the issue is who are you selling that to because if you're giving someone hall they have to be a contender and a contender is not giving you a good defenseman because why would a why would a you know why would you have to give Hall to a contending team? Because uh, why would another team take him? Why would a team that's not going to make the playoffs take Hall? It, only to make the salaries work. In which case he's a non he's a non starter. He doesn't have yeah. value in that trade. Then right? You're just giving him and he's he has a cap hit of two million, so it doesn't really matter. But that's what the draft picks are for, right? You're saying thanks yeah, very much. Like the, take my stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you know I don't know. It's it's a bit tough. Uh, I I'm curious to see what we do at the deadline. Uh, you know, Chicago has a couple pieces that I think are interesting. Obviously, Patrick Cade, Domi, uh, Lafferty, and McCabe, I think were guys that I was really looking at today. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of them were really bad, <laughs> and then two of them were okay. So, But, yeah, like yeah. I'm very curious to see what we do at the deadline. Because I do think, you know, moving a defenseman is a possibility. You know, I think we have enough NHL D-men, and we've seen guys, you know, mm-hmm. when we're talking about NHL depth, if people get injured in the playoffs, we've seen, like, nine defensemen play on this team yeah. so far. Yeah. You know, you could go to Ben, you could go to Mete, you can go to Hollowell. Like, obviously, it's not ideal, but that's three injuries in. Hollowell's or hurt four now. injuries in. Hollowell's hurt you know now. I mean? oh, it's Hall- sure. oh, yeah, true. He had the yeah. injury that knocked him out 12 weeks. Yeah. Um. But even still. But, yeah, even still. you got, like, Philip Crowell. He played in yeah. the Obviously, it's not ideal. But, again, that's four injuries in. Mm-hmm. You know, we have three guys, three extra guys who yeah. logged NHL minutes both this year and last year. And maybe we eat our shirts and Jake Muzzin is suddenly ready day one of playoffs. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't that's, I, that's not. But, I'm not putting a toonie bet on if, that. If he does, but, oh, that would be a hell of an entrance, eh? I mean, he would be terrible, though, not play, being played <laughs> no, since, barely, like, October. He like, yeah. would be awful. I guess you could ask Nikita Kucherov, right? He would have the best answer on that, how, how he yep. would feel. <laughs> That's true. Maybe someone in the chat can get, hook us up with Nikita Kucherov, and we can really ask him a question <laughs> about his injury. Um, so who do you think they're going to get? Who do you want them to get 
in a perfect world, your magic wand trade. Meyer. What are you doing? You want Timo Meyer? Meyer. Right? He's like he's the big cat. I I I love Timo Meyer. Like I I've been a fan of him for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, especially like since his breakout year, like a couple years ago. Um, I don't think it's doable, to be honest. But maybe you I know, don't. You, you never know. I don't like, know how you make that happen without yeah without losing I'm, too you'd much. Lose, you'd lose Nye's a first yeah. plus. You know, like that, yeah. that's I think the starting point that yep. we're we're talking about here. And another player, right? Like yeah, like an, it's you're probably trading Kerfoot, Nye's, another rookie, and and a, like a a second or a third. And I think it would be more than that, to be honest. Oh, and, that's the starting conversation, yeah, right? Yeah, and it depends if you retain, like, you know, he's an RFA, so you can retain mm-hmm. him. But the issue is his qualifying offer is $10 million. Yeah. And if you can't sign that, mm-hmm. then what's the point? you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. So, obviously, in our current state, we cannot sign that. We can't just give Timo Meyer $10 million without losing, you know, on the next contract, Nylander, Matthews, or Marner, mm-hmm. pretty much, you know? So, yeah. what are you going to do? But, I... I think that there's too He's much we need to do in the off season to 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 get Timo Meyer. I in again in a perfect world where the money doesn't matter, that would be great. But the reality yeah. is, is that we're probably going to want going to want to resign Samsonov at the end of the year. Yeah, and, and that's going to cost money, right? He's going to on, yeah, and, on top of that bunting. And when we inevitably resign David Camp because he can't leave now, I've decided. <laughs> When I, we, I want to sign Camp, yeah. I mean, come on. He's so he's, good. He's and he's not going to be do that much for an upgrade, I think. Either. Did you see the like, pictures of him and his girlfriend and their baby at the no. Leafs outdoor game? They had their child in the teddy bear outfit with the ears. Oh, oh my God. Be still my beating heart. That's amazing. I actually went to the outdoor game on Sunday. Yeah, you and, you and uh, yeah, Rob yeah, went. Yeah, me and Rob went. And I actually, I How didn't get any signings from any of the Aww. NHL players. I was close enough that I probably could have assaulted them, but who would do that? <laughs> Um, but I actually did get some of the PWHPA players. I got Hillary Knight hey, and nice. I got Liz Knox. Thank you. Special thanks Noxie. to Liz Knox, to Noxie for, I actually was trying to get my hat signed and she came over and said, hi. And I said, can you get this signed for me? And she said, who do you, she said, who do you want? And I said, anybody you can get. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah, gonna... go watch Noxie and Cax on STPN. Yes, please. We love please. Their, their podcast is actually fantastic. And it was the outdoor practice was actually really good. It was pretty cold in the morning, but the sun came out and it was beautiful. And it was a good time. It was a good time. Even though I didn't get anything signed, it was still cool to see everybody. I waved to Zach Aston Rich and he he waved back. That was my oh. that was the highlight of my of my <laughs> excursion outside for six and a half hours on Sunday. It was lovely. Yeah, um, that's nice. I met a couple of uh, of our game over of our game over fans there. So if you are oh, watching nice. tonight and you and we met, hello. It's nice to see you again. Hope you're doing well. Um. I don't know who they're going to get at the trade deadline. Who would be your, like, who you want? My whale? What's my Moby Dick? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What position? You know. Like, are you looking for a winger or a D-man? Yes. a big cat. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, do you know what I've been doing? I've been going on cat friendly and sorting it out by active player. And, like, players that play left wing with the center option. And... I get pretty Options far down really the list, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, now I'm at Alex Kerfoot that are well-priced. <laughs> so it's like I keep thinking that there's going to be all these answers, and there really just isn't, like, a perfect fit. I still think that yeah, I mean, getting Lawson Kraus is a good idea from Arizona. Yeah, Even, but I don't think Lawson Kraus would be a, an interesting get. Uh, how many years does he have? Is he expiring? 
no, but he's on a, a really good contract and he's played really well this season, especially considering he's been on Arizona. So yeah. let me double check. Lost Cars would be interesting. And I think we did show some. Uh, I've some been talking about him, him for a couple of earlier. weeks now, actually. Yeah. I, no, I think the Leafs showed interest in him earlier. I, I think we talked about him. Uh, he's 25. He makes 4.3 for the next, excuse me, cap friendly ad reads until 2027. Yeah, which seems he... it seems like a lot, but this year he has. Let me pull up the stats right here. Um, oh my goodness, all of these ads. Golly. Do we know if Arizona's shopping him though? I don't know. That's the Arizona. Thing, right? Everybody, sh- every they're shopping everything in Arizona. <laughs> Come on, yeah, it's fair. it's open season. So this season, so far in 49 games, he has 19 goals and 12 assists for 31 points. That's pretty solid and good finishing talent there. That would be nice to have on uh, the Tavares uh, uh, Marner uh, line potentially. He's already up above production from last year, where he played sixty-five games, had twenty goals and fourteen assists for thirty-four points. I just think it would cost quite a bit to get that level yeah. of cost control there. So, I just uh, interesting, I... interesting uh, player though. The other guy I was looking at and that we've talked about previously, at least I talked about in the last two uh, game overs, is Gustav Nyquist. Um, but that's another guy you have a ton of risk injury with. He's currently injured, and he will be. Re- he can potentially be ready at the start of the playoffs. But that's assuming he know, doesn't get injured again. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's just assuming his recovery goes well. You know, so yeah. it is a risk. But at the same time, that risk will lower the price quite a bit. And I think the upside is there with him. But again, do we want to go with the risky upside move, or do you want to go with someone who's a sure thing? You know, is there a sure thing now? Like. Timo Mayo. Even <laughs> no, but show me Timo Mayo's playoff success. That is true. I mean, has he played in the playoffs? No. Like ever? No. Not in the NHL like, playoffs. Twenty six now or something. Yeah, he's, he's been on the Sharks his whole time. Even like Ryan O'Reilly. He is, has played in the playoffs. He in has the, played in the playoffs. Yeah, in in twenty eighteen nineteen and twenty seventeen eighteen. Back when the Sharks were good, he oh. was young though. Uh, yeah. In 20 games, he had 15 points. That's actually a really solid outing. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. Cool. I am wrong, and I am happy to admit that. Please prove me wrong. I'm begging you. Um, yeah, I would I would love Timo Meyer, man. He's, he's my I – know, I know it's not going to happen, and it's just wishful thinking, but – You know who we should really him. actually get to get is Jared McCann. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. $5 million, 25 goals, 13 assists for 38 points so far in 51 oh, games. Man. How many problems would he solve? $5 million a year. Yeah. Or Anthony Sorelli, wouldn't that be nice? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that comes through through drafting. Well Do you think too, Colorado right? will sell us our trade, Lekkonen? Because that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I don't think I so. I don't think they would. Carter Verhage has 29 goals. I don't oh, think really? I don't think she, I you know you don't really see like intra division trades though right like we would never trade we would never trade with like the Canadians or the Red Wings or anything like we don't trade with anybody in our own division that doesn't really happen though we yeah. only ever trade with other divisions so that automatically takes out like some of the worst teams in the league that yeah, are I looking mean, to yeah. trade <laughs> Yeah you you generally teams don't want to see other teams in their division get better yeah. so it is kind of tough to make an in-division trade happen. And I understand that. Like, I would feel uncomfortable watching John Tavares in, like, a Habs jersey. Isn't that uh, the whole reason that that whole Ottawa thing happened where um, I forgot who it was, but they traded specifically to avoid an in-division uh, trade. And then the, the other team, I think it was San Jose, 
then traded him to an in-division team right after. I'm going to find this. I forgot who it was. <laughs> you have to. You'll have to. That would be really <laughs> awkward. Like, what if Tyler Toffoli came back and was a Leaf? Imagine. <laughs> after just being on the Habs. Robert would be in, sh- in happy shambles, I think. He would be both very happy and also feel very strange. I yeah. think he'd be more happy. The San Jose trade. I don't. I don't know what trade you're talking about. I, I'll find it eventually, but I, I'm always... forgetting who it was. I just remember this very clearly. Yeah, seriously. the The other thing is like Nino Niederreiter, but he's 29 now. He is not what he once was. He only has 14 goals this year. Oh, I think it was the Mike Hoffman trade. Yeah, it's like it goes. It goes from. So the number 51 is Robbie Fabry. 52 is Nick Felino. Leafs legend Ooh. Nick Felino. And then 53 is Alex Kerfoot. And then it's like, well, we're not. Yeah. We can always trade back for Andreas Janssen. Just kidding. He's only played two games this year. Goodness Who, gracious. Andreas Janssen? Yeah. Yeah, he, he went on the waivers. I guess yeah. I guess He's Wayne Simmons cleared waivers yesterday, right? Yeah, but uh, Andreas Janssen is still on that three point, uh, I think 3.2 or $3.4 million contract. So, yeah, that, that's looking rough. Another you know, bullet dodge. got Joey Anderson from that. Mm-hmm. I thought that return was underwhelming at the time. Yep. But it's looking like the right move. I, I, it is. I was very surprised to see Janssen decline as much as he did. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and it, it just it just goes to show what playing on the Leafs and having all of, all of the entire support of every single thing that you could possibly want or need provided for you by the company. All right, I got the trade. So what is Ottawa, it? Ottawa traded to San Jose, Mike Hoffman, Cody Donahue, a fifth-round pick for Bed, uh, Michael Bedker, uh, Julius Bergman in a sixth round. And the whole reason for that was to not trade him into an in-division team. And then San Jose on the same day traded him to <laughs> Florida for a fifth round, second round, and fourth round. Wow. So they flipped him to an Damn. in-division team for more return than Ottawa got. It was hilarious. I, I so loved it. So obviously, like, that was going to be the end product. But yeah. imagine being the player and getting the phone call being like, so listen, you're going to be traded to San Jose, but it's only going to be a joke and you're actually going to Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think the next time Ottawa traded uh, with the, I, I think it was the, the Carlson deal. I'm, I'm forgetting which one, but they had a condition that they can't be traded within a certain amount of days after that. Feeling a little bit that. salty after yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. They got, <laughs> they learned their lesson. That's but hysterical. I, I, I'm glad you I found the that. trade. That was a what a good way to end the stream was you ending that. How perfect <laughs> is that? How great was that? Well, regardless, I guess when you be when you're back, the trade deadline will be passed. It'll be done. Yeah, I'm coming wow. back March 11th, so I'll be looking at my phone in India incessantly at like 1 a.m. local time. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, we'll see what the Leafs do. And I'll... You in a dark corner just popping yeah. espresso, <laughs> just constantly like... scrolling. <laughs> Yeah, like Leafs games start at like 5 a.m. that time, so I'll be up early quite a bit. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you're not trying to host game over from over there then, because <laughs> geez, that would be you could have you could actually have coffee with the stream, and we wouldn't all be like you're insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will. I will miss you. I'm sure the rest of the everybody down in the chat will miss you. It is going to be too bad to not have you here for a couple weeks, but you're going to have a great time. And I can't wait till you come back and you'll have to tell me all about it. And hopefully, hopefully by then the Leafs have made a trade that surprises all of us because we know that's what Kyle Dubas does. Kyle Dubas is playing 8D chess, not 4D chess. He is 
He's going to screw all of us. And we're all going to go, what are you doing to Brandon Pridham's brain? Yeah. He's, he's always done something that I, I thought was unexpected. So yeah. I'm very interested to see what, what he has going on. In It'll be interesting. Right It'll be interesting. And hopefully you get the updates quickly and that you don't have to find out about it you know, four days later or something. So if anything drastic happens, I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to tell you in our WhatsApp group. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So uh, for game over Toronto, signing off for Wednesday night after the Leafs beat Chicago Blackhawks in the middle of the week. Have a good night, everybody. Leafs win 5-2. I am Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the six. I'm Armand and you can find me in at Armand Puntiki on Twitter. And, for game over toronto and sdpn thank you guys for watching please make sure you hit like and subscribe please make sure you hit the notification bell so that when we go live this saturday you will be the first ones in the chat and i will be hosting curtis from alberta on Ooh. saturday night after the Habs game show. it is going to be a great time i have hockey gloves that i might wear on the stream it's going to be a good time i hope to see you all there have a good night everybody peace Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.